The following is a podcast of Echo, a middle school ministry at Victory Family Church. For more details, visit lifeatvictory.com slash middle school. Good morning, Echo. How are we feeling today? Yes, come on. We're alive. We're well. We're here. Guys, I'm so excited. This is, uh, this is week one of a brand new series called Kingdom Builders. Everybody say Kingdom Builders. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, y'all got a packet when you came in. It's sitting on your seat. I know you're like, what do I do with this? No. Hold on to it for a moment. We're going to get to it in just a moment, okay? Um, But I'm very excited for today as we are talking about kingdom builders. And let me just say this. We're going to be building and expanding the kingdom, reaching more faster. I'm so excited. And uh, and we're going to make an impact. I, I just am so, so so excited that we're going to make an impact. It's going to be awesome. We live the gift. I believe that this series is going to be one of the most impactful things that we've ever done as a church. I really, I really believe that. It's just, this is going to help people and release them into their God-given blessings and, and how they can be a kingdom builders. And so I want to talk about the, the vision of kingdom builders today. But before I unpack that thought, which is ultimately where we're going to land this morning, I want to remind you why we exist as a church and a youth group. We exist so that all people can realize God loves them unconditionally. I just wanted to remind you, maybe you didn't know this, but God loves you. God loves you unconditionally. I'm so excited for you today. I, 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 listen, if, we, if you missed the last few weeks, I, I want you to go back. Please, I encourage you to listen to the podcast. Get caught up with, with where we're at and where we just came out of. We talked about our word for the year, which is generosity. In, in 2019, we are going to be known for being the student ministry that's the most generous with our time, our talent, and our treasure. It's, it's going to be amazing. And... Um, so please, if you missed that, listen to it so you know where we're at. Um, it was very powerful. By the way, if this is your first time here today, you belong in your family. Welcome to the family. Can we just clap? Go ahead and clap. It feels so good. It feels good to clap. We want everybody to know God at Echo. Well, well how do I do that? Here, here, listen, if you, we believe that if you keep coming to the weekend services, if you come to Echo, that you will get the tools and the resources to grow in a right relationship with God. Somebody say amen. Come on. Oh, man. Hey, I I, got to give you a glimpse into the next few weeks and where we're going. Um, You know, we're in the series Kingdom Builders, and just as a heads up, I'm very passionate about next week. I'm fired up. I don't want you to miss it, as we're going to be unpacking still some things that I'll cover today, but... But I, I, you, you got to come here as we're going to be talking about how we can be a good steward. And um, I really believe that, that it, who in here wants to be blessed? Yeah, you don't want to miss next week. I'm just telling you, y'all, heads up, it's going to be good. It's going to be good. The week after that, I'm very excited because my wife is going to be here, Alyssa, and she's going to be, she's going to be talking about how, 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 we're, how we're meant to be generous and how we walk in generosity. It's going to be super powerful. She's already on fire. She's been sharing with me. And I don't want you to miss that. So that's the next two weeks. I'm telling you, in this series, Kingdom Builders, it's really going to stir some people to step up and to step out, and this will be one of the most impactful things that we've ever done as a church. If you're with me, just say, come on. All right. Let's go to Matthew. Everybody get our Bibles out. Let's go to Matthew 28, 19. 
as we're going to Matthew 28, 19, if you, if you forgot your Bible with you today, no sweat. There's a closet in the back. It goes to Narnia, so don't go all the way in there. But you can get a Bible. And, um, and, and I just encourage you to go through God's Word together. If you have your cell phone with you, holla at your boy. You can pull out your cell phone. Go through God's Word with us. Open up the YouVersion Bible app or download it if you don't have any of that. And, uh, and if, you don't, if you didn't bring anything today, you just showed up. We're going to have it up on the screen, so you're okay. No worries. But I do want to encourage you to go through God's word together because you shouldn't rely on what I say. You need to rely on what God says to you. So important. So go through God's word with us together. Highlight it. Underline it. Write it. It should be like a notebook, your Bible. It's okay to write it, and it's all right. It's not disrespectful. God, God wants you. He wants relationship with you. It's good. And, uh, and so please take notes today. Note takers are y'all good. Y'all on point today. Dang. That's good. You look good. I don't know. I'm just playing with y'all. You're having fun, you know. Matthew 28, 19. You with me? Okay, good. We're going to get started. Let me give you some context of this and where we're at. This is Jesus speaking, okay? If you're new to the Bible, this is, this is red letters. Anything in red is Jesus, our Lord, our Savior, our Messiah, He's the king of kings. He died for all the sins of, the, of humanity so that we could have everlasting life in, in heaven. Jesus, this is Jesus speaking, okay? And so here's some context for where he's at. He had just died on the cross for you and I. He had, he, for the sins of the world and for the sins of you and I so that we could have everlasting life and, and that could only be attained through Jesus. Jesus. And so now he's risen from the dead and, and, and he, has, he has all of his disciples there around him. There, there's 11 of them there at the time. Um, and, so, and so he's got them all around him. And now this is the great commission. This is his last command. This is basically, listen, this is my go and do. Go and do this, y'all. Go and do this. And this is right before he ascends to heaven on an escalator. Okay? And so here's what Jesus said in Matthew 28 19. Jesus said this. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. I love this. I just love this because Jesus is making it so clear for you and I. He's making it so clear that, listen, the church doesn't exist for us, but we are the church and we exist for the world. Oh, I, 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 just, I just love it. And, and if you're taking notes, you could write down the title of today's talk. It's called, it's called Until the World Knows. Go ahead and write that down, Until the World Knows. Listen, you know, generosity is our word for the year. And, uh, and I believe that we are going to be a student ministry known for being the most generous with our time, our talent, and our treasure. Generous, 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 generous. And, and until the world knows, I believe that today, God wants to give us a fresh revelation of who he is. God wants to remind us of who he is and that it'll help us. It'll help us see God clearly so that we can be a kingdom builders. I, I, I believe that today that you'll be, able to, you'll be able to leave with your head held high, with a smile on your face, just cheesing, ear to ear, because of who our great God is. I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be preaching with an abundance of passion. So get ready. Y'all ready? Kind of. I just believe that today you could leave here filled and encouraged and excited, that if we could just get a glimpse of who Jesus is, you know, we serve a God that, that we don't serve a God that, that used to be. We serve a God that is. 
And uh, I'm just so excited. I believe today that, that, that because of God's generosity towards us, that we are called to be kingdom builders. And, and we're going to realize that today in the name of Jesus. Let's just bow our heads and let's pray. God, I thank you so much for everybody that's in this room. Lord, I thank you that your word brings freedom to us. It's a lamp unto our feet, a light unto our path. God, I thank you that, that it brings life to our very bones. It strengthens us and it encourages us. So God, we come expecting. We're expecting to be encouraged. Help us to see you through the correct lens. God, do what only you can do in this time and in this setting. Open our eyes so we can see Jesus. Open our hearts so we can hear the Holy Spirit. And God, we are just so excited for today. In Jesus' name, everybody said amen. Amen and amen. Hey, I don't, I don't know about you, but, but real quick, a church pool. Let me see you by a show of hands real quick. If you have ever been on a family vacation and you had to drive somewhere for a very long time to get there, like you rode in a car with your whole time, okay. All right, so when I was about 11 years old, 12 years old, my family had this excellent idea that we were going to go on a road trip to Texas. It wasn't a family reunion, but, but, it, but it was like, you know, the whole family wanted to get together for a family vacation. So I had aunts and uncles, and we were all meeting up in Texas. And so we drove from Pennsylvania to Texas. Now, to give you some context, it takes about 24 hours one way to make it to Texas, okay? And so, so we started driving, and, and we, we had the smallest car ever. It was a Ford Focus, holla at your boy. And, uh, and so I have two other brothers. I'm the middle child. God gave me noodles for legs and arms. And so, like, you know, my brothers are totally different. They're big. They're big dudes. They're just, you, you know, like they're, they're Goliaths in the room. And so I'm like literally dead smack in the middle, and I rode with them all the way to Texas, 24 hours. You get to know somebody real well. You know what I'm saying? Anybody in here, you just love your siblings? Yeah, you know, you know. You just say, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so, so we make it to Texas. Now, we were there for a whole week. I love Texas. It's hot. It's nice. It's warm. It's dry. It's dry and hot. And it's like there's nothing to do when you're in Texas except for to go river tubing. That's, that's what it seems like. Everybody's like, let's play in the water, you know. And so, so we went river tubing. Now, if you don't know what river tubing is, let me tell you. It, it's basically when you get inside like a, a, an inner tube and you go down a river for many miles. You just float, cozy, lazy river, right? And so, so we went to this rental place where we rented tubes and they, they dropped us, they drove us all the way up, like 15 miles upstream so that we could be lazy and float all the way down. Now, I don't know if you're like me and you have somebody in your family where you're like, you know, you think you should do something but you shouldn't. Like, you know, that just, it, I, I don't know that you should do that. And so that, that's how we feel sometimes about my mom. Now, my mom doesn't listen to the podcast, so it's okay. But so, so my mom, she literally, we, 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 went, we went tubing, and, and she's just not cut out for that, okay? And um, she's Italian. You know, I'll go a little bit further. She, she's good for a little bit, and then she gets irritated. And it's like she, she, she skipped. She went mad. She, she was happy, skipped sad. She's mad, like just real quick. Boom, she's there. Italian fire comes out. And so we're, we're tubing. It's about two hours in. We're going down the, down the stream. And we, we, some of our families up front, they're telling us where to go. If you've ever been tubing, you know that there's, there's rough areas. It's like raging rapids, okay? And, uh, and so everybody goes to the left where it's safe. 
It's calm. And then my mom, I don't know how she missed it. Like, and so we just go, she goes right into the raging rapids. She's stuck into the tube. So somehow she gets flipped upside down. And my mom is like literally underwater, like, ah! like, help, you know? And, and, and so we, we can hear like, the, this, it's crazy. It's nasty. And, and we help my mom. She almost drowned. She almost died. It's kind of funny. But it's not, you know, you ever feel like that? Like that was dangerous. <laughs> And so, and so we helped my mom. We flip her back over. She was stuck in the tube. My mom was just having the worst time ever. It's river tubing. It's, it, you're just floating. Somehow my mom got beat up. I, I don't even know. And so, like, so she takes a break. My mom and my dad are standing on the shore. And, and, and you know, so the rest of my family, we all keep going because we, we still have, like, five hours to go on our river tubing trip. And so my mom and dad are taking a breather. So five hours later, fast forward. We're, we're, we make it back to the rental place, and we're waiting for my mom and my dad, and they just are not coming. They're not showing. We're like, yeah, okay. Like, where are you at? Like, you know, we don't know where mom is, and, and, and all of a sudden, she comes walking down the road, and, and she doesn't have her inner tube, but my dad has an inner tube, but where's her? I, I don't even know, and so my mom makes it to us, and she's like, she's like exhausted, sweaty it's hot you know we just were sitting in the water all that time but my mom's like she's miserable she makes it to us she's like yo I almost died it was crazy like I, I sat there I was irritated I get out of the water and 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 I just I, I just decided I gave up I'm done I'm gonna walk back to the rental place and so so she said she walked up the hill and she walks through a cattle pasture she like jumped the fence, walked through a cattle pasture. She said, she said I made it to another place and I walked through that fence and that, that whole pen. And, and when I turned around, as soon as I got out of it, I saw a sign that said, do not enter bulls in there. And she said, I could see a bull grazing. I almost died again. And, uh, and so, so she, makes it, she makes it back to us and my family's like irritated. I don't know if you've ever had family that just gets irritated with each other. That's my family. Like we get together for Thanksgiving, it's nuts. Somebody's going to throw down, you know? And so, and so like, my, my mom's telling her story, and, and my aunts and my uncles, they get so irritated, they get in the car, they start the car, and they drive away. Oh, it was crazy, because we had this great idea that we would all ride together, and they left us. It was wild. They left us, and they just, they drove home, and uh, it's a really funny story now when I look back at it, but I remember my mom saying something to me that was, that was game-changing. My mom looked me in the eyes and she said, you know, you know, you think you know someone, but sometimes you just don't. I think for so many of us, we think we know God, but we don't. Maybe, maybe we hear about who our great God is from mom and dad. Maybe we hear about him from our friends. But the question is, do you really have a relationship with him? Do you really know who God is? Do you really know who God is? And I, I just came to encourage you today to give us a fresh perspective of who our great God is, who he is. I just, I love who our God is. So I'm going to give you four things this morning, four things to write down. You could go ahead and write down number one. Number one is this, who he is makes me who I am. Who he is, that's what actually makes me who I am. Listen, it, do not be mistaken. The devil himself will always try to question your identity. He will, he will always try to threaten who you are. He first attacks our identity. He says things like, are you really forgiven? Are you really graced? Are you really loved by God? 
Does God really love you unconditionally? He will always try to question your identity. Can I tell you that you will not know whose you are? You will not know who you are until you know whose you are. I just, I just love who Jesus is. Jesus came to heal the brokenhearted. He came to set the captives free. He came for sinners like you and I. I don't know who I'm encouraging today. But, but listen, who he is makes me who I am. I, I know who I belong to, so I know who I am. I am a child of God. I am called. I am anointed. I am graced. I am loved. I am powerful. I know who I belong to. Who I am is a direct result of who he is. Do not be mistaken. You know what I love about Jesus? You know what I love about Jesus? I, I, I love who Jesus is, but even furthermore, I love who he's not. I love who Jesus is not. In fact, you could write down thought number two today. I love who he's not. So, so if this is who God is, let's, let's, God has freedom. God is, he, he is loving. He's accepting. He's forgiving. He's gracious. He's kind. He's, let's go love opposite for a second. I love who he's not. God's not inconsistent. He's not critical. He's not, he's not negligent. He's not forgetful. Our God shows up on time. He, 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 he's always reliable. He's always there for us. Our God does what he says he's going to do. I love who he's not. He's not harsh. He's not mean. He's not judgmental. He, he, he loves us unconditionally. I love who he's not. Who he's not is just as powerful as who he is. He's not some God that shows up whenever he wants to. He, 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 he will never leave you. He will never forsake you. Can I just tell you that I don't just love who Jesus is. I love who he's not. He's not boring. He's not mean-spirited. He's not out to hurt people. He's not, he's not trying to keep people away from church or away from heaven. He's not just for the elite. He's not for the exclusive. He's not a lover of some races over other races. He's not a lover of one country over another. I'm thankful for who he is and who he's made me to be, but I thankful, I'm so thankful for who he's not. In fact, you could just put your hands together and praise God for who he's not. <laughs> praise him. And we can count on this. This is thought number three. I just pray that this is encouraging you this morning. Thought number three is, he will forever be this way. He will forever be this way. This is not like a, a trend. It's not like a fad. It's not like trending on Instagram like, oh, wow, Jesus got cold all of a sudden. Like, Jesus is just so cold. No, can I tell you, this is who he's always been. The Bible says in Hebrews chapter 13, verse 8, it says that Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. We serve a forever God. That is forever going to be kind. He's forever going to be merciful. He's forever going to be gracious. He, 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 his love endures forever. He loves us unconditionally. He is forever. Amen. There's no, there's no end to his role. His throne will last forever. In fact, the Bible says in Isaiah 40 verse 8, it says that the grass may wither and the flowers may fade, but the word of the Lord will endure forever. Come on. God's word lasts forever. We are part of a forever kingdom, a forever government. His love is forever. 
He's forever going to be loving. He's forever going to be engaging. He's forever going to be kind. This is forever, and I just love this. God is always going to love me. God is always going to love you. Even though you talk through the whole entire message and you're missing everything that I say, God is always going to love you. He's always going to love you. He's always going to be kind towards you and merciful and gracious towards you. Come on, this is who he's forever going to be. And some of you just need to be encouraged because maybe you feel like I, I haven't been so faithful in some things that God has asked me to do and I haven't followed up on some things that God has, God, God has asked me and prompted my heart to do and, and maybe you're dealing with some things in your life and some friendships and some relationships and it's just messy and, and things with mom and dad and school and, it's, and, and, and can I just encourage you today that this is who he is? This is who he's not, and this is who he's going to forever be in your life. And fellas, I'm just going to call you out right now and split you up. Axton, Denny, stand up and, and, and move. Go, go, stand up and move, bro. Go back there. Go into the back and sit into the back with a leader. Go in the back with a leader. I hate having to do that. Axton, because you're a leader. You've been in here way too long. You know that you're a leader. And you know that you have the opportunity to lead somebody in a positive way or a negative way. And I'm just calling you out. I'm calling you out, bro. I pray that it doesn't fall on deaf ears. God has created you to make an impact on people's lives around you. He has. I really pray that that takes root in your heart and that you see the, 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 the God-given gifts that are in you and the calling that's on your life to lead people in a positive way. I really do because you will change so many people's lives. You will. I believe that. I believe God created you to make an impact. I believe that with everything in me. Come on. Everybody just say come on together. I just love that he's forever going to be patient with us. God's forever going to be kind towards us. He's forever loving. And, and let me just encourage you one last final thing. And you could write this down today. This is my charge to you. This is, this is my go and do. And this is number four. Write this down. Embrace him, praise him, and follow him. Embrace him, praise him, and follow him. This is who he is. He is the bread of life. He is the great I am. He is the living water. He's the way, the truth, and the life. And, and this is who he is. He's forever going to be this way. And some of us just need to embrace grace. Grace is not a principle. Grace is a person, and his name is Jesus. Embrace Jesus today. Maybe you even need to say out loud softly, Jesus, I embrace you. Jesus, I need to embrace you. Maybe you need to speak it by faith and say, God, I need to feel your warmth, your, your love, your mercy, your peace. Some of you just need to embrace the reality that God is obsessed with you and he loves you. In spite of things that you've done, in spite of places you've gone, in spite of things you've looked at or you've touched or you've said to other people or people have said to you. God loves you, he is for you, and he is with you. And you might as well just embrace him today and embrace him and think, oh God, thank you. And when you're done embracing him, praise him. Praise him. Maybe when we go back in the worship in a moment, just lift your hands like you've never done before and just, oh God, I praise you. I thank you that, that you love me. God, I, I thank you that my identity is found in you. God, I thank you that though I'm wretched, 
though I'm poor, though I'm broken, though I'm needy, though I didn't deserve it, that God, I could just set my eyes on you and you love someone like me, that you chose me before I ever chose you. And praise him. Thank you, Jesus, that you're Lord. And then follow him. Follow him. Follow him. Follow him, God. Follow God. Follow, follow the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, and might. Follow him. Just follow him, follow him, follow him. Everything you do, follow God. Follow him. Chase after him. And I'm just saying that as followers of Jesus, if you're in this room and you've made Jesus Christ Lord and Savior of your life and you are a follower of Jesus, as followers of Jesus, he gave us, he great, he gave us a great commission. Jesus said, Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. How are we going to do that? How are you and I going to step up and step out and do that? I'll tell you. I'll give you a practical next step right now. Kingdom builders. What is kingdom builders? We all walked in here and and, and there's a packet sitting here. It's for you to take home. Please lean in. Please lean in and do not miss this. Please lean in and do not miss this. Here's what Kingdom Builders is. It's a simple framework that, that gives us an opportunity to give, to be generous with our time, our talent, and our treasure. It's an impacting approach to make an impact, to actually make a difference and to live beyond our four walls. It brings awareness to what we're doing for God. Let me just ask you a question. What are you doing for God? What are you doing for God? That's a convicting question for me. What am I doing for God? Oh, I, I woke up today and I read the Bible. That, that's not, no, that's for you. That, that's, you're not doing something, that was for you, for a relationship with him. That's your best friend. When you read the word of God, it becomes a mirror so you actually know whose you are. So you can actually see who you are. What are we doing for God? How are we being generous with our time, our talent, and our treasure and serving, serving the most magnificent God, the one and only God? He's not a false prophet. He's the Messiah. What are we doing for God? Kingdom builders is so simple. It's a reporting system that, that keeps us focused on global missions, the local church expansion, and investing in future leaders like yourself so that you can be aware and go and do what God is calling you to do. It designs connecting, it's designed to connect God's people with their calling on their life. You know God has a calling on your life? And it's actually to be a kingdom builder. We're not meant to come to church and get spiritually fat and come to, the, come to the weekend service and take everything in and just be like, oh, that made me feel good. Oh, that made me feel good. And all of a sudden, in a year from now, we're like, oh, my goodness. Oh. We're not, that's funnier than you all thought. We're not meant to be spiritually fat. We're meant to be contributors, not consumers. The church doesn't exist for us, but we are the church and we exist for the world. This year, you and I, I'm just, I'm praying that you step up and you step out. I'm calling you into generosity. This year, we're going to commit as a student ministries to be generous with $25,000. $25,000. 
That's a lot of money, $25,000. And I really believe that it's time to make an impact and here's what we're gonna be doing. Because of our generosity, we're gonna help support A21. Here's what A21 is. It's a nonprofit organization fueled by the radical hope that all human beings everywhere will be rescued from bondage and completely restored. Their mission is to abolish slavery everywhere, to remove slavery. We're going to help support them. And, and, and I have a video, and I just want you to watch this. Please lean in. Please lean in and watch this video. No one ever changed the world because they were scared of impossibilities. You've got to go after something if you believe in it. Innocent young lives are being impacted by this crime and being ruined by this crime. And traffickers are, are preying on the most vulnerable people in our world. I'm looking at all of these faces. I kept reading the word missing, missing, missing. Then, as I'm looking, the little girl's name was Sophia. That's my moment. Everything changed. I went from looking to seeing what could have been my child. That moment changed everything because I saw my daughter. put a trafficker in jail, that could represent tens, hundreds, or in some cases thousands of girls that we won't have to rescue because the person who is going to traffic them is behind bars. Ten years ago, I didn't know it existed, and the fact is I woke up and my eyes were open, my mouth was open, I was one person, and now look at the effect of what's happened. Can you imagine if every single human being that's seeing this wakes up like I did 10 years ago? Do you really think we can abolish slavery everywhere forever? Absolutely, absolutely. dad and I look around and I see you guys and I love you I love you and I see that everybody in this room that we're free you know freedom isn't free and we, we you and I we, we are free and I think about my daughter and someone who I love so much and I think about you guys who I love so much and I'm so glad that you're free you know don't be mistaken who Jesus is makes me who I am who Jesus is makes you who you are. No one ever made a difference in this world being like everybody else. And we have an opportunity 
to step up and to step out and see others walk in freedom. I'm looking around this room and I see empty seats and it breaks my heart because those are our brothers and our sisters that are so far from Jesus and they need to be here. They need to get God's word. Those are people that need to be in freedom. There's nothing we can ever do that'll set somebody free. It's Jesus. It's only the love of Jesus that sets someone free. We have an opportunity to step up and to step out. I don't know about you, but I don't want to be quiet. I don't want to sit on the sideline. I want to do what Jesus said to do and go out to all nations. I want to call out the greatness in others. I want to help someone. And I look around this room. I see people that are passionate. I see people that are driven. I see people that are called and they're graced and they're loved. And they have the opportunity to live generously. And the step into what God's calling you to be, to call you to do and to help somebody who can't help themselves. We are gonna be generous as a student ministry with our time, our talent, and our treasure. And we're not gonna stop there. We're also gonna be supporting Silver Ring Thing. Silver Ring Thing wants to help people that are bound sexually. Yes, I said that in church. They are bound sexually. And they, and and they want to help set them free according to the word of God. It's amazing. We have the opportunity. And this year, I, I'm just encouraging, I'm going to be sharing in the next few weeks what God has put on Alyssa and I and on our heart and how we're going to step up. In the back of all the seat pockets, there, there's a pledge card. And we all have an opportunity. We all have an opportunity to live generously. This isn't, This isn't a giving gimmick. This is an opportunity to see people saved by the love of Jesus. I just am so excited. And I pray, I pray that you go before God and you ask God, how does he want you to be generous? Listen, nobody can tell you. God can tell you. Go before him and ask him, God, what do you, how do you want me to be generous? How do you want me to be generous? And pray and ask him and seek him. The Bible says that as we seek him, we will find him. God's not hard to find. He has an answer for you. And when we live generously, when we live like this, when our hand is open, you'd be amazed how God will begin to use you you would be amazed beyond your wildest dreams. You know, God's God's not trying to build some rinky-dinky shack. It's put together with duct tape. He's building something magnificent, something glorious, something that will shake this earth and this world. And we have the opportunity to help pour gasoline on a God-lit fire and to do something that that will change generations to come and to change our generations. We are the catalyst for change. And we're kingdom builders. Embrace him, praise him, and follow him. Because we are literally serving the greatest, the one and only God. He's He's not a false prophet. He's not the false messiah. 
He is the Messiah, Jesus. I won't stop until the world knows. And I pray that you won't stop either. Could we stand to our feet? We're gonna go into a time of praise and worship. And I just encourage you to raise your hands. I encourage you to jump up and down. I encourage you to get on fire for who God is.